case we haven't met, I'm Dino Colombo. I represent people hurt by a truck. It's what we do every day. Navigating the law can be tough, but we're tougher. Let us handle the fight. Hurt by a truck? Call Colombo Law. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Mark Longoria. Well, I hope you've been having a fantastic weekend. Thank you for joining us today on Church of the Week. My name is Mark Longoria, Director of Ministry Development here at AM630 KSLR. We appreciate you tuning in. And as you may know, this, uh, uh, this segment of the day is to introduce you to a local pastor. We want everyone that hears... Uh, the word uh, here on uh, KSLR to also be connected to a local church. And so today we have Pastor Landon Kiker, a good friend of mine. We've uh, known each other for quite a few years now, and uh, we are excited to announce the fact that he is getting ready to launch a church here in just a few days. So first of all, Pastor Landon, welcome to the studio. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. So I've known you for a while. I already know uh, how many times you've been in prison and all that other good stuff, but a lot of people don't. <laughs> so let's just say, you know, I'm kidding, of course. Share with us uh, just uh, some of your background and, you know, who, who you are so that people get to know a little bit more about you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got out of uh, Folsom Prison about five years ago. <laughs> now, my wife Kelly and I have been in San Antonio uh, going on eight years now. Uh, we were youth pastors and associate pastors for about 10 years at some wonderful churches. And out of the three cities we've lived in, San Antonio is our favorite. And we're so glad that God has picked us and honored that he picked us to launch a new life-giving church here in town. Uh, we've had a blast being youth pastors, but we always knew that there was another step forward. And um, and friends like you, Mark, and helping us learn what pastoral ministry looks like and what it's all about. This is a, this is a great experience for us. I've got two kiddos, uh, three and one. So my house is never quiet and it's, <laughs> it's always, there's never a dull moment in my home, uh, but we're really excited uh, for what God's doing in our lives personally and what he's been speaking to us personally. And out of that overflow, we really believe that God's going to use us for this new church. Amen. Well, we're in agreement with that. And uh, uh, I know that uh, you have a a church background. I've had the opportunity, the pleasure to meet your dad, Donnie, and he's a, a great man. I've never been out to Odessa, but mm-hmm. I, I do get to see a lot on social media about some of the stuff that they're doing out there. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing. How, how was that to uh, grow up in, in that particular home? Yeah, I, I grew up, uh, Kelly and I both met in high school, so we were both born and raised in, in Odessa, Texas, and uh, I grew up in a wonderful Christian home. My my mother and father are amazing people, and they pastor a great church in Odessa called Faith Temple Fellowship, and they run a nonprofit uh, called Jesus House Odessa. It's a men's transitional home um, to get people out of homelessness um, into a fully functioning society, and they're about to break ground. They've already broken ground. They're about to start building a new forty or 50,000-square-foot facility for just for women and children. Wow. And uh, so they're, I, I've always been in um, in ministry that has helped the down and out, the least of these. And uh, that's what I grew up doing. The church I grew up in in Odessa is in an older part of Odessa on the south side of town and uh, places where people don't want to plant a church. And But my mom and dad have been there for many years. My great-grandmother was the pastor before. And so my whole family for three generations has been involved in this church. So I grew up in a legacy of ministry and wow. watched 
Life's changed my entire life. It's been amazing. And so that heritage, I consider a huge blessing. I've heard some other um, guys say, man, I don't have a big testimony. Like I never, never got drunk or fell off a, you know, fell off a curb or anything like that. You know, it's, it, and, and I'm like, no, your, your, your testimony is you were raised in a Christian home and that's a testimony. Yeah. I mean, that is what we're going for. Praise the Lord for that. And I'm glad I get to carry that on uh, with my children. And so I'm very blessed to have the upbringing I did uh, in worship ministry and watching my dad as a youth pastor and now the senior pastor. Uh, that that is a legacy that I'll cherish forever. And Kelly was raised in a Christian home as well, and we we met in youth group and then high school band, and uh, got married really young. We were 19 years old, and uh, and jumped right into ministry from the very beginning. Uh, got a full time ministry job as a youth pastor when I was 19. All the teenagers thought I was 24, so I rode that train oh, yeah. as long as I could. Uh, <laughs> but it was just a wonderful experience that God uh, God just put us in there from the very beginning um, yeah. while we were going to school, while we were learning how to be married, while we were doing all that at the same time. God really, in his grace, took us through that to get us to where we're at today. So it is a huge blessing to see how I was raised, how that prepared us for now. And I've always cherished um, the heritage I come from. Did you know that early on as you were growing up? you think one day I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in ministry? Yeah, yeah. I got the call to ministry um, when I was about 15. And I started leading worship and preached my first sermon when I was 14. Back up. Hold on. Let me just hit the pause button. You got the call. What does that mean when, when, when you say you got the call? Sure. Sure. I, it, it was one of those things where I, I was a rebellious kid. Mm-hmm. And I know it's hard to believe, Mark, you know, but, <laughs> since jail and all. But uh, <laughs> uh, it was one of those things where, you know, if my family's doing it, my parents are doing it, I'm, I'm going to do the opposite. You know, I'm not going to do it. But I remember uh, being in a service um, it was a small little youth gathering, and uh, I was just an attender. I wasn't leading worship, or our church wasn't even involved in it. We just went. And uh, I had uh, the minister came up to me after the service, and he said, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't even know your name, but the whole service, I was looking at you, and I know God's going to use you to speak to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people in your wow. lifetime. And I was like, okay, thank you. I grew up in a in a Pentecostal bent church, and so you know you get you know nine hundred words a year yeah. over your life, and so you're like, well, I don't know which one of these to to use. Yeah. And so I remember thinking, you know what, um, this guy looked really genuine when he said that. It was different. There wasn't anyone around. There was no show. There, you know, there wasn't any of that. It was just him looking at me in a corner by ourselves, and he was telling me personally, mm-hmm. and that spoke to me a lot. And so I, I was continuing to help serve our small church I grew up in, and uh, had. Somebody, if maybe two or three months later at another youth event, another pastor, didn't know the other guy, said the same exact thing to me after the service, alone with no one around. And I was like, okay, something, something's going on here. Going into high school, uh, I had a worship band, and we began playing and leading worship at other churches. And other youth pastors and senior pastors were telling me the same thing. I'm like, what is going wow. on? And uh, I had a serious conversation with God. I said, I don't want to do this just because my family does it. Um, I want to make sure that... Uh, this is you because I don't want to. I don't want to walk into something <laughs> that's not you for one. And that was my heritage speaking. I was really taught to hear the voice of God, and mm-hmm. that's something I'll always cherish. And I had a you know, one of those knockdown, drag out prayer times with God. And as a 16 year old kid in my bedroom, and God really spoke to me, and that was it. I never turned back. And so from that day forward, I knew I was going to Bible school. I never turned back. Never changed my agenda. Before I knew I was going into ministry, I actually wanted to be a meteorologist. So how oh, yeah. you know, I went from being a weatherman yeah. to a pastor, but I knew I knew that God had um, a, a big plan. And then when I met Kelly, she had been co- called to ministry separately from me, wow. and God saw fit to put us together in marriage so we could do something um, 
exponentially impacting for our city. So that's that's a huge blessing. So the call was came to me through some other people that obeyed God and spoke to me. Um, I think God has always known I'm a little hard-headed, so he's got to speak to me multiple times. <laughs> and uh, he sent multiple people to tell me, hey, this is this is real. This is yeah. me. And um, I always knew that other people's ceiling would be my floor and that God was going to elevate us at a rapid rate to get get us in a position where we can have some impacting ministry and have my children and my grandchildren doing things I never dreamed of, and then I'll actually be alive to get to see it. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like that was the case. And so what we're living out now, I feel like, is a huge part of that plan, and it is such a huge blessing. So that was a little bit of story about the call that we received. You've been listening to Pastor Landon Kiker. He's a senior pastor at Livingstone Church that is just getting ready to launch this coming Sunday at 10 a.m., and he'll give you more information about that here in just a few minutes, but I wanted you to know who you've been listening to. Uh, they're going to be launching over at Tejeda Middle School here in the, the north side of San Antonio. If you'd like more information about Livingstone Church or would like to connect with Pastor Landon Kiker, find out more about, more information about the church, you can do so online at org. Again, I am a livingstone.org. Let's talk, Landon, about the church. That's the big news. Mm-hmm. That's what's in the headlines right now mm-hmm. everywhere, and we are super excited. I personally, as your friend, am super excited to see you uh, launch you uh, awesome. and your, your group. Uh, and uh, I just can't wait to, to see what God is going to do because I know that there's some mm-hmm. great things in store for, for you guys. Uh, talk a little bit about the launch team, kind of the preparations, because Sunday's coming up. It's a big day. It's mm-hmm. the day. It's your Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know there's been a lot of behind-the-scenes preparations. People are just going to show up that day, but they're not going to realize how much has gone into yeah. putting this thing together. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, we have been meeting as a launch team uh, since July 20th. <clears throat> and what that means is a lot of people don't know what launch team means. Um, so a little bit of background about that is a, a launch team is a group of people who you've united around a vision and said, yeah, I want to give my life to seeing this vision fulfilled. And we have been so blessed that God has brought together a group of about 50 to 60 adults um, on our launch team. It was a solid core to start this church with. And we feel very blessed. You know, the average American church is 75 people. Yeah. And we feel very blessed that God has given us a group like this to begin a church. And it is a huge blessing. These guys have worked so hard. Uh, we started out our launch season talking about the vision and the mission of our church. What are the differences? What does vision mean? What does mission mean? And it seems might seem very elementary, but going down to the roots of what did God say, Every time we quote the vision, people get so excited. I mean, we talk about it at a meeting. People clap afterwards. They're so happy that God's given us a, really a grandiose vision that without his super coming onto our natural, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he has to do this because uh, it's his vision anyway. Um, it's God's church. He adds to it. We're just the ones that said, yeah, use me, um, and, and thank you for using me. Yeah. So this launch team has said that same thing. We went into uh, – details and discussing ministry development, not until December. We went all the way from July to end of November-ish before we even started talking about ministry development. We were getting our DNA set. We read books like The Attractional Church by Billy Hornsby. Mm-hmm. Um, we've hooked up with ARC, the Association of Related Churches. Mm-hmm. They've imparted some an amaz- some amazing DNA yeah. um, into our church, and we're and very honored to get to launch with those guys as our, as our support. Um, God has really blessed us to use... Um, Use our God's really blessed us to use our hearts to get this mission out to the people, get the vision out to the people, and that's really about to hit. We're about to see all of this culminate in a week, yeah. and all of this preparation, all of this work, um, is is has not been in vain. God's 
God's going to bless it. You know, a lot of people that are listening now, if you live in the north north area, northeast, even the northwest, you might receive a mailer. You know, 100,000 pieces of mail are, are going to hit uh, North San Antonio this week. Yeah, <laughs> so wow. probably tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday, you're going you're to start uh, – or Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, you're going to start getting uh, pieces of mail about the launch of our church. And we would love – love to have you as an honored guest. I mean, this launch team has put a lot of work into it, but it's not just for launch day. Uh, we're looking at decades of ministry following that day, and we're really blessed to get to do that. And this team is phenomenal. Kelly and I are we're always humbled looking at these guys going, I thank you, God. <laughs> thank yeah, well, you for sending these it, people. It's really great that you've got, you've got a team surrounding you and, and that support because, you know, I personally have known a lot of pastors. I'm sure you have too. You know, they get the call. They have the vision. They, 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 get, they had it imparted into them, and all of a sudden they're like, okay. Here we go. We're going to get started this weekend in my living room, mm-hmm. uh, me and two other people. Yeah. And there's, but the way you're doing it and the way God has opened this up for you is just, I mean, you're right out the gate. I mean, you're running. Mm-hmm. You've got already your, not only your core group, but you've got all kinds of equipment that you yeah. purchased. You've already set into the place where you're going to be meeting mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So it's fantastic that all that has been. And I, and I know mm-hmm. that, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, the business side of church that you got to take care of and documentation, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. But I know you well enough to know that, uh, you know, there's there's absolutely an open door for the Holy Spirit to come in and just lead and absolutely. guide. And and so why don't you share with us the actual the vision that you've been mm-hmm. casting mm-hmm. Uh, to this core group, this launch team? And, uh, hey, we still got a week ahead of us before the actual launch. So someone may want to say, hey, you know what? I want to touch base with you this week and help you out on Sunday yeah. to be part of that you know, volunteer Absolutely. team. So tell us about the vision, the mission. What's the yeah. culture of the church? The, the mission of our church is to lead people into a vibrant life with Jesus. Uh, we've all met people that call them they, they they know that they're Christians and they love Jesus and they call themselves Christians. They even have the bumper sticker and the T-shirt, but they act like they hate their life completely and yeah. they, they're not living a vibrant life. Um, and to me, that's sad. We've got to do something different for those people. And then people who don't know God at all, um, they're wanting a vibrant life. And uh, our mission is to see them walk in a vibrant life with Jesus. And we want to do whatever it takes to walk beside them as long as it takes to help them live a vibrant life full of destiny. And the vision of the church is huge. Oh, my goodness, it's huge. Um, we've got in our vision, um, of, of course, to have amazing worship services and, and wonderful facilities down the road <coughs> and things like that. It's just phenomenal. But there's parts of our vision that um, – are, are much bigger than we've ever than, than I've ever dreamed yeah. that I would have in the vision. It's just God wants us. He put it in our hearts from the very beginning to have a solid core and a plan to bring knowledge about Jesus into people's minds. The Bible says that they perish for a lack of knowledge. And so we've had kind of a funny slogan of no more stupid Christians. And so we've <laughs> kind of laughed about that and said, you know what? There's a lot of people that they don't know what they believe and they're in church every week. And then they feel like they have no tools and and they don't know how to communicate what they believe. Mm-hmm. We want to help people be able to communicate what they believe. We want to help people know about the Bible, fall in love with the actual Word of God. Yeah, and uh, so we're super excited about that. Another thing is is that God's called us to build a state of the art supermarket and department clothing store for the less fortunate. Can you imagine? You know, a a, a place like that that's run by a house of God yeah. where single moms don't have to stand in line with a brown paper bag and feel like they've got to lose their dignity to get help for their family. They yeah. can walk into a place that's state-of-the-art. Their kid can go to a learning center, ride a train around this big fancy supermarket that's better than anything they've ever been to, and it's all free. Hmm. It's a food bank that 
um, outdoes any other thing they've, that anyone's been to. It's not just stand in line and get some food. It's They can come there and they'll have a pregnancy counseling resource center. Um, it'll have um, a medical care advocacy program where people can get help to find out what are the laws now? How can I get help? Can you take care of me? It's things like that. Yeah. Other Other areas, resourcing. Uh, people's lives that are involved there, job application services, things like that, will all be housed in this "quote unquote" supermarket. Awesome. Uh, department clothing store. It'll be, um, it'll be some where moms. Uh, sing, and I use single moms a lot because our city has a lot of single mothers, and, oh, yeah. and so we have them in mind through a lot of this. But anybody can come to this department clothing store. You know, get get uh, clothes for their kids for school. Mm-hmm. You know, and and without feeling like their kids going to school with 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 something they're going to get made fun of in or whatever. They get to keep their dignity. Yeah. Moms moms and kids and fathers alike, they get to come here and and their dignity is uplifted and their hearts are inspired. And then they find out this is all run by a church. Mm-hmm. This is all run by people of God. What are you talking about? It's it's We really have this on our heart. And if people can find out that God did this for them yeah. um, and without asking for anything in return. Yeah. Uh, we know that's going to be a huge blessing. So that's part of our vision, too. So there, our 10-point vision is on the website. Um, like like you said, Mark, at IamALivingStone.org, you can see the 10-point vision, and I fall in love with it. <laughs> when God gave it to us, man, I fell in love with that vision. Um, so please go check that out and read it, and um, I believe it will inspire your heart, too. So awesome. that's our vision and mission. That's fantastic. You said a little while ago, and, and I'm sure you've already covered a little bit of it, um, about being different. And uh, so there's plenty of churches around sure. San Antonio. Why another church? Uh, why do you think God called you here? And I know it's not something that you just decided, oh, I guess I'll do this. I know, yeah. I know it's been a call and it's been developing. The story has been unfolding throughout these years. Uh, but what makes it different? And, not, and, I know, and I know it's not a different in we're better, right. but uh, the Bible says every joint supplies. So yeah. there's got to be a difference between you know, one church mm-hmm. versus another. Mm-hmm. We serve the same God. We're in the same kingdom. But we have sometimes different functions, like one church may be more prophetic, another church may be more evangelistic, mm-hmm. you know, another church may be more outreach in the sense of uh, prison ministry, yep. you know, that's kind of their DNA. What, what is the difference uh, in, I am living, uh, I'm living Stone Church, I'm sorry. Um, we have said from the very beginning, from July 20th till today, we have said this every time we've gotten together with our team. We are not the only show in town. Mm-hmm. We are, we're not better than anybody in town. We are honored that we get to be boots on the ground being added to an already functioning army. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when we say why another church, um, we always say we'll give you 1.8 million reasons why. There yeah. are millions of people in San Antonio, and our population is projected to grow by 95% by the year 2040. Wow. And so if we're, if we're or excuse me, 2050, if we're looking at being the size of Houston in a couple of years, um, I know you're thinking 281 can't handle that. Yeah, you're already yeah. thinking that. I'm thinking it's about gonna, where am I going to move? Yeah, you're, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. <laughs> to find a small town somewhere. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's Bernie will be, you know, Bernie will be San Antonio proper. Exactly. It'll be yeah, annexed it'll be in. But yeah, I mean, we're thinking about our city growing because people are moving here at a rapid rate. I think it's about twenty five to 30,000 people are moving here every quarter. And it is just a, a crazy thing to think San Antonio is growing that large. Um, and even as we, we get bigger, we know that people are they're moving here and they're going to be looking for a church or there are people that we need to go show the validity of the church to. Yeah. You know, people 
they're not opposed to God. It's almost like they're opposed to church. And sometimes right. I agree with them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, it says yeah. the way we've done church is, it hasn't been reaching a lot of people. And we're hoping that, that people can see the love of God through us so much that they do fall in love with God's church. You know, God gave, uh, Jesus gave us the great commandment, love God and love people. That's Billy right. Graham said it's God's job to judge, the Holy Spirit's job to convict, and my job only to love. Hmm. And God never called the church to convict people. He never He never called them to judge. He, he called us to just love people. That's right. And if we just love them in a way that is outside of a system, you know, it's like, well, you didn't go through all the classes and the timelines. So you got to start over. You didn't go through the growth track on time, so we got to send you back to the first class. You know, mm-hmm. none of that yeah, nonsense. Yeah. You know, it says walk with people through their timeline. Yeah. It's their timeline with God, not ours. The church doesn't get to say God works on this timeline. So we're going to love people through the timeline that they're walking things out with God. So in one way, in some ways that we do that, we're going to have amazing connect groups that are interest-based, that, that, are, that are really meeting the relational need of people. Eighty-five percent of people will go to church when they find a friend. That's right. And, and, they'll, and they'll come to God in, in a more genuine way when they're, being, when they're able to live it out with people. Mm-hmm. And so we really believe in having a solid relational aspect of our church. Uh, second thing is, is we, we will have very inspiring Awesome weekend services um, that are planned out well, that that are are, are anointed and are dedicated uh, to showing people who don't know God that God is real and He loves them. So our weekends are huge. Of course, children's ministry is going to be off the charts. Um, it's it's going to be a safe and phenomenal environment for your kids. Uh, so we're doing a lot of things on the weekends, but connect groups, um, helping fulfill the vision here and getting people onto the dream team. So we call our volunteers the dream team. They're going to mm-hmm. be able to have a fruitful ministry. You might not think of yourself as a minister, but you are. You have love inside of you for other people, and we want to help you find a, a place where you can give into the kingdom of God and see other lives change. So all of these things working together, we feel, makes us a um, a very valid um, installment into the kingdom of God force yeah. for our city. Amen. That's awesome. Well, we welcome welcome this church into the city. And uh, we've got just a few days before your, your launch on mm-hmm. Sunday. What can people expect when they walk in that day? When you drive up Bulverde or you drive up 281, you're going to see some signs right there on the street and the highway. When you come down Evans Road, um, you'll start seeing some bright orange trailers and some big, tall orange flags. And you're going to see some people in some orange vests smiling and waving at you in the parking lot. Uh, if you're a first-time guest, turn on your flashers or your hazards, and they'll direct you to VIP parking spots. It's going to be about 90% of the people. Yeah. We're, so, <laughs> we're already trying to figure out where we're putting these guys. It's going to yeah. be great. Yeah. yeah. These are good problems. Everybody's though. walking <laughs> in with flashers on. Hey. Yeah. Hey, All I'm right, turning so, mine on. Yeah, it's yeah. it's, it's <laughs> my first time. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but we're going we're gonna to make sure that you have a VIP experience that day. Yeah. Um, we are very blessed with a great team, and they're really ready to receive you. Uh, when you walk into the atrium, you're going to have a cafe and uh, information. We're talking about Tejeda Middle School. Tejeda Middle School, yeah. correct. Yeah, when you walk into the atrium, um, of course, the, our team will be there to direct you and guide you. If you've got kids, they're going to help you get to check in. Uh, if you like coffee, they're going to get you to the cafe. Uh, if, if you um, want some more info about connect groups and things like that, they'll take you to the hub, our information central for whatever you need information for. Um, they'll direct you to the worship center. You'll get to meet some of the some of the some our lead team and directors and team leaders. They'll be around just to to help you with whatever you need. You get to service, you can expect some vibrant, uplifting music that's going to speak to your heart. Um, you're going to, you're, you can be able to expect about a 25 to 35 minute word that God has prepared right for you. Our first sermon series is called What on Earth Am I Here For? Mm. And it's all about your life and what has God said for you and your calling. Um, so I'm really excited to preach that series through January and February. And you can expect that you'll be able to, to join up um, 
in the family of God and, and receive, you know, and receive an impartation that day and say, yeah, I want to follow, I want to follow the Lord. Or you can, you jump in, in a connect group, you can serve, jump, even jump into serving and say, yeah, I want to serve that we have all of that ready avenues ready for you to make whatever decision, you know, that God's calling you to make that day, but you can expect an energetic, uplifting, comfortable environment for you and your family where you can sit back and say, you know what, God, I know what you're saying to me. And, um, and Either this is my home or I have another home and I'm ready to serve whatever. It doesn't matter. The kingdom of God doesn't lose any equity if you go to right. another church. We just want you to experience God in a very real, tangible way. Yeah, well, you've done a great job in, in uh, kind of giving us a glimpse of the future of some of the plans and, and mm-hmm. visions that God has given you. Here in about a minute or so, can you tell us what do you hope to accomplish when day one is done with? When you shut off lights and mm-hmm. lock the door, what do you want to walk away with that day? I want to walk away with that day knowing that what God told us to do has been done. And what God has told us to do is to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Yeah. From the pulpit, whether it's our worship director or myself, or if someone's given an announcement, or if they're at the back door shaking hands, we will proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, the gospel, um, you know, the gospel is, uh, to some people, confrontational, but Jesus called it the good news. That's right. So let's proclaim the good news. Yeah. Let's let's show them that this is the best news that they've ever received in their life. If we go away that day knowing that we did that, then that's a win for me. Awesome. Well, let's close out with uh, the invitation. Why don't you just give everybody a big invitation yeah. to come out and see you this Sunday? Yeah, come on down. We've got room for you. Um, January the 11th at 10 a.m. at Tejeda Middle School. That's 2909 Evans Road in San Antonio. Um, come visit us at Livingstone Church. This is a new life-giving church that your entire family will love. And, of course, for more details and information, go to IamALivingstone.org. You can click a button that says Plan Your Visit, and, and we'll have a VIP experience ready for your family when you show up at the curb. But we would love to have you there. Landon, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you uh, being here, and uh, we wish you the best. And my family and I, will, my family and I, will be there. All right. Day. And uh, for the rest of you, I hope uh, that uh, on behalf of the uh, radio station AM six thirty KSLR, you accept the invitation to come out and be with Pastor Landon over at Livingstone Church uh, this coming Sunday at ten a.m. Again, final information you can find it at IamALivingstone.org. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to AM six thirty KSLR. Have a wonderful rest of the weekend. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards.